finally, my two favorite worlds have collided, both the law and the chess. We're out here at Memorial Park in Houston, Texas. On a beautiful day. Windy day, have some background noise, ambient noise. But what are the two worlds that collided? Well, Hans Niemann has been sued by, oh, I'm sorry, Hans Niemann has sued Hans Magnus sued. Carlsen for defamation in one of the biggest chess scandals in And chess.com, right? Like and chess.com and a streamer called uh, Hikaru Nakamura. Oh, I didn't know that. I actually, well, I actually watch him too. But anyway, so the reason, this, these are my two worlds because of course, I'm an attorney, Zach's a paralegal with us, and him and I, for those of you that don't know, <laughs> we play chess pretty much every Friday. Yeah, certainly. And um, I don't know, what's our, what's our win-lose ratio? You will be modest and say that uh, I sometimes beat you more than I do, but you certainly beat me more often. Well, I, the problem is I'm the boss, so it's like, <laughs> I feel like that's part of it. Because I hate to lose, I can't stand it. And also, uh, we also wager to whether we leave early or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And usually it's whether I win or lose, we leave, leave early, on those days at least. Um, but yeah, so, so biggest scandal probably to hit test history. I, I can't think of anything else. I mean, I mean, there's been cheaters in the past, not that Hans Niemann's a proven cheater yet, because that's part of the issue. Um, but uh, this has kind of rocked the world because, well, he's such a high-profile chess player. Mm -hmm. and, it, and Magnus Carlsen, debatably, and I, I don't, depends, but I would say one of the, if not the best chess player in history. Certainly one of the top, yeah. At least one of the top, top five. So, um, so yeah, so Hans Niemann sued Magnus Carlsen, chess.com, Hikaru Nakamura, and also Daniel Wrench, Danny, I think he's a person at chess.com as well, a prominent figure, um, for not only defamation, but some other things that we're going to get into as well. But uh, we're also out here in Memorial Park in Houston, Texas, because we want to play some chess outdoors. Um, so we're going to do since both. I played chess outside. I can't think that I have. <laughs> In, at least in recent memory. So um, so I have the complaint right here. These are all my paperwork flying around. Let's just get started. What's your first move? Perfect. Old standard. Old standard. So, so basically, let, let me give you some background here. And actually, this complaint does a pretty good job. Hans Niemann, he is a 19-year-old Self-study chess prodigy. By the way, Hans Niemann attorneys wrote this, so mm. it's an interesting way to start out. Um, oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Um, in 2014, Niemann became the youngest ever winner of the Tuesday night marathon at the Mechanics Institute Chess Club. And it goes on. I mean, there's no doubt Hans Niemann has an incredible career. Um, he's part of this new generation of, uh, of chess players that use computers to figure out what the best moves are. He also came through the pandemic, which is mostly online and these kinds of things. And so they call this like this new generation for whatever reason, somehow different. 
Oh, did we fix? Did we mix this up? No, we're good. Mine was. Yours was okay. Um. So anyway, see if we still checking over to make sure the chessboard is correct. All right. So. So Magnus Carlsen plays Hans Niemann in St. Louis, okay, and he gets he gets he gets beaten badly by Hans Niemann, really badly in a tournament. And he was playing white, which is traditionally a in a favorable position, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to that level. So Zach, you have the advantage here, technically. Um, hopefully, hopefully, but. Uh, is it my turn? Uh, yes, because I went here. Okay. So I'm going to go here. So check this out. He loses. The next day, he announces on Twitter that he's quitting the tournament in some kind of... Magnus. Magnus does, yeah. In some kind of ambiguous, kind of vague gesture, he references this video of a some kind of sports coach basically saying he can't say anything more, otherwise he'll get in trouble. Mm -hmm. and, and this is kind of where it all starts because the whole chess world just blows up. They, they all understand that move to suggest that he, thinks, going on. he thinks Hans Niemann cheated. Yeah. Right? And that's where this uh, Hikaru Nakamura comes in because he's a very prominent, he's a grandmaster himself, by the way. Huh. Um, I think he lives out in Florida. And him and among many other streamers start speculating. Uh, but, you know, look, Hikaru is like, he's in the industry. He knows all the players. He's played Hans Niemann plenty of times. And he also alludes to, like, there's a rumor, there's a reputation that Hans Niemann has cheated in the past. Well, he's admitted to that, right? Well, that's what's interesting. So, well, we, the public didn't find that out until later. Uh -huh. So after this all came out, Hans Niemann gets interviewed, and actually admits that he did in the past, on at least two occasions when he was in his teens, yeah. as recent as I think he was 17, which would have been a few years ago, yeah. cheated online. And, um, and that's really the pivot point to where things happen, because that's where chess.com gets involved, because the alleged cheating happened on chess.com. Chess.com is like, and they describe them um, the lawsuit describes chess.com in a, in a very disfavorable fashion and being this kind of conglomerate monopoly of taking over the chess world, which is partly true. Yeah. And the reason why he's alleging that is because they're also, he's also suing under the Sherman Act, which it's basically an antitrust violation. Mm -hmm. So think about one of, the, one of the main things that you can relate this to is, uh, remember Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. So... What, one of the allegations was that he was being blackballed, basically, mm -hmm. right, and being able to um, play football. And he also alleged, and there's other history of this, of basically, look, if you want to play professional football, there's only one place to play, right? Similarly, if you want to play chess online professionally, I mean, there's one other competitor. It's called Lychus. It's a nonprofit. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like L-I-Chess. Mm. I don't know what it stands for, but 
Um, but it's it's an open source software nonprofit, and it's definitely second place, but it's a little bit of a far second place because mm. chess.com has spent the last decade or so consolidating other websites, and then mm. and then what comes into play this here too is Magnus Carlsen, again, top player in the world. That's pretty undisputable. Whether it's in history or not, that's probably uh, debatable. Um, but he also owns uh, another company yeah. called, what was it called? Magnus, Play Magnus, I think it was. And, and I, I think chess.com is going to buy that site or something like that? Right. And so, but it was announced like literally like days or a week or so before this infamous tournament in St. Louis. Mm. And so the plaintiffs, Hans Niemann, alleges that chess.com, Magnus Carlsen, conspired together to basically blackball Hans Niemann because apparently he can't, no one, he's being, any, any tournaments that he's getting into, they're canceling on him, hmm. right? Because of this now scarlet letter that Hans hmm. Niemann has written. And they were merging right at the same time as this, this tournament's going on. And so it's not a coincidence. To, to, so to consolidate power, Magnus Carlsen and Chess.com, they basically got rid of their biggest competition. The competition what? So like, so they, Hans Niemann references, Hans Niemann's attorneys reference mm. this uh, 120-some uh, game winning streak that Magnus Carlsen had that he was... He publicly stated that he was trying to beat. Sorry, my phone's going off. It's so embarrassing. Um, and and so when Hans Niemann beat Magnus Carlsen, Magnus Carlsen gets upset, blows up, and then accuses him of cheating. Hmm. Or did he? Because he didn't actually explicitly accuse him of cheating until a little bit later. Is it my move? I uh, yes, it was your move. All right. You move there. Hmm. First piece taken. First blood. So, okay, so this is probably what's, uh, it gets even better, I think. So <laughs> then, so that, so that was a St. Louis tournament, um, there, and then, Online world goes ballistic. You know, they start speculating, looking at every single game that Hans Niemann's played. Chess.com, very shortly after, releases this statement, and it's it, it is pretty. I remember when this came out. It when it did came out, like people were like, "Okay, that's it. He cheated," and it was basically Chess.com basically saying that Hans Niemann described some previous cheating. He's not being accurate into the extent of his cheating. Hmm. and with the implication that he's cheated more than he says, right? So they worded it carefully. I can't remember, can't remember the exact words, but it was written carefully. Hmm. But that in itself and the timing with combining everything basically solidified what everyone was thinking, that Magnus Carlsen has some kind of inside knowledge that Hans Niemann cheated in the past, he believes he cheated at St. Louis, and chess.com, this very prominent company that has, frankly, a very high um, trust uh, uh, value within the community, now says that Hans Niemann's also a cheater. I'll tell you, when I, if anyone's played on chess.com, like if you play a little bit, I don't know if you've had this, like you'll get a message 
like days later after a game if they suspect that your opponent violated the fair play rules. Oh. So they'll g- actually give you your ranking back. And I've had that a couple of times because every time it's like, like sometimes you lose and lose badly. It's like, this doesn't make sense. How could this person be so good in that ranking? And, and maybe because they're cheating. It's so easy. Um, and it goes to the next question is, so St. Louis was a over the board like we're playing, yeah. right? If I wanted to cheat now, there's only one way to do it. And I have to have some kind of third-party accomplice, right? Like Trang sitting next to us, controlling the board. She'd have to somehow communicate to me what the computer is saying is the best move, mm-hmm. right? Now, how do you do that over the board? Well, I could go to the bathroom and then someone tell me or look up my phone. I could do that. I could have some kind of device on me. And they even reference that like in, in the... Uh, in the complaint that rumors, conspiracy theories started going off on how Hans Niemann cheated and even got into pop culture with late night shows because people were speculating that there was some device being inserted um, within an orifice that is not to be named. Um, you can use your imagination. But, uh, which is, it's possible, uh, but I don't think... Pretty absurd, like, though. It's pretty absurd, yeah. Because, I mean... Like these these over the board chess tournaments, they do have medical medical uh, met, uh, metal, metal detectors, detectors and things like that. But interesting enough, after Magnus Carlsen quit, quits the tournament, the tournament's still going on. They put the stream of the tournament on a 15 minute delay, ah, and they started doing extra metal detection things. You know, they, I remember a video. Hans Niemann comes in and I, they start I've scanning them, yeah. like at the, you're at the airport or. or or what have you. So, uh, uh, let me go again. Let me go. It's a lot harder to play while you're talking, huh? Let me go here. So, so let's let's speed through here a little bit. Because um, I want to get to the law. We're just giving the facts here, right? Oh, yeah, one more item. So, there's another tournament that's prearranged. It's an online tournament, and uh, I think it was by Chess24 or Chess... I can't remember who, who did it, but... Um, so they play this tournament online. Hans Niemann and Magnus Carlsen play each other again. I mean, it's like, okay, but of course, everyone's watching. This is the first time. No one's... Magnus Carlsen hasn't spoken to the press. Hans Niemann did speak to the press before the allegation. In fact, that was one of the things that came out. It's like, uh, when Hans Niemann played... Like, he, he basically described it as being a miracle in that he prepared for whatever Magnus played. Mm. It was like, you know, he almost described it as like, I just happened to study it this morning or the day before, and that raised more suspicious, you know, yeah. and, you know looking at it retroactively, it raised more suspicions. So anyway, Magnus Carlson and Hans Niemann play online. They didn't even get very far in the game, did they? Far. Did he, did he make, like, he, one move? He was... they. Uh, I believe uh, Magnus Carlsen was playing black, and uh, he resigned after two moves. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, and of course, like, it just, you know what's funny about this whole thing is that both Hans Niemann and Magnus Carlsen, of course, are chess players, obviously. But I feel like they're also handling in the same, this same thing in the same way. They're handling this life as chess, you know, um, mm. which, of course, there's so many analogies in chess. It's people compare it to warfare. Yeah. Um, 
but it's a, uh, it's a, where'd you go? Oh, you castled it. So, it's a, so in the same way, this lawsuit, okay, I'm speeding, I'm going to the end a little bit. You have chess.com, Hikaru Nakamura, the whole chess world basically accusing Hans Niemann outrightly now of cheating. And so what does Hans Niemann do? He, he, he reacts in the same way he plays chess, very aggressively, goes on the offensive instead of the defense. And that's something that is kind of well known about him is that he, he, he tends to ha- play the counterattack pretty well. Mm. And, uh, and that's exactly what he did. Now, we're going to talk about whether that's going to backfire or not because I feel I have like to imagine this is going to backfire. But what do I know? Well, let's first talk about defamation. Oh, I, f- I forgot one important thing. Mm. So this was like two weeks ago. I mean, if, if you're in the chess world, you're like watching this like some kind of soap opera. Incre- it's soap opera. I mean, it, it's a, a incredibly uh, uh, just watching it every day, watching the streamers. I mean, I know I was, but it's probably too much. Uh, but basically, chess.com releases this 100-page report, some, something like that, basically saying that Hans Niemann likely, likely cheated, and this is this word likely cheated, if you search on the PDF, appears a bunch of times, okay. right? Likely cheated, I think, over 100 times. Wow. Right? And they analyze a bunch of games and paid tournaments, tournaments where Hans Niemann gets money and others, the winners get money, mm-hmm. where they believe he likely cheated. Hmm. And it's based upon the algorithm. Like, there's certain things about people that don't understand. It's like, no one can beat a computer. It's impossible, yeah. right? Maybe and, I. And he was making like perfect moves or something like that, right? So that's that's what they say, right? And and the thing is, it's like not only perfect moves, but it's moves that are, you know, a human being, even the best players, can only see a certain number of moves ahead. Mm-hmm. And a subtle move like this one. No, I don't want to do that. All right, let go. <laughs> I can't do that. Okay. Like this move may be bad or good, but. I may not be able to see that until 10 moves from now, mm-hmm. right? Um, but a computer can, of course. They can see 10, 20, depending upon how, how far you go, of uh, the implications of that move, right? And, of course, uh, if certain moves are made in a certain order too many times, then, then suspicions can arise. And so Hans Niemann is said to have likely cheated by chess.com. And those are appropriate words because you can't, you know, no one knows for certain unless you catch them in the act. Yeah. Same way with the over-the-board tournament. Like, if I can't prove that you're cheating, you know, unless I actually catch you cheating. Especially after the game, it's like, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, um, that's what happened here. They try to be very careful with those wor- their words, but that didn't stop Hans Niemann from filing a lawsuit. So let's talk about the law here. Do you remember the elements of defamation? No. Okay. That's okay. So the elements of defamation. First, it has to be a statement of fact. Okay. That is not true. And that is damaging to the person's reputation. Okay. There's more subtle elements, but that's the essence of, of, of the claim. Hmm. So in this case, what's the statement of fact? Uh, he cheated. 
and what is the statement that it's not true? Allegedly. That he didn't did not cheat. cheat. Yeah. And of course, it's obvious that that ruins his reputation. Yes. But the problem here is, and I, I'm, I went through very carefully to see what they allege. I can't find an explicit statement of fact that he cheated. Because they say likely? Yeah, and also, like for example, if I say I think you cheated, is that a statement of fact? Well, maybe. It's an opinion. Right, and opinions aren't, can't be, by definition, can't be defamatory. Mm. If I said you did cheat. That's a statement. And, and that's where I think, you know, Hikaru Nakamura may have gotten in trouble because he's streaming online on Twitch and things like that, off the cuff, as I am, right? And like, I mean, it's, it's very easy. To, like, he, he says something that, oh, it's, it's certain now, you know, everything, like, using words just, again, could have easily made a reference. And I remember he actually received a, um, a cease and desist letter from Hans Niemann. He referenced it during this whole thing, mm. right? To basically stop talking about it. And so, uh, but the plaintiffs in this case, the attorneys actually do a pretty decent job of connecting, like by alleging that someone cheated or having certain actions like quitting a tournament, putting this tweet, doing all these things collectively, you might as well have said that person cheated. It may not be the same, but it's, it's, it's so, it's how people are interpreting your language is such that Hans Niemann accused, uh, I'm sorry, Magnus Carlsen accused Hans Niemann of cheating because Magnus Carlsen knows he's cheating it's a, as a statement of fact, right? And so in that case, they may have a decent shot at proving something. But like normally, I don't think, I don't think this case would go that far. Hmm. My turn? Uh, yes. That's interesting. I honestly didn't think this case was going to go that far. Um, huh. I think I, I tend to agree with you, mainly because I feel like, like, like for example, when Hans Niemann's attorneys reference the chess.com report, they pull a quote. It's a very well-drafted uh, complaint, but it's, in, com, in, it's completely contrived in the sense that there's things in here that um, are just, they, the attorneys may lose a little credibility. Ah. For example, they reference the chess.com report, and which says that, that was good, um, that instead of saying likely cheated, it starts off the quote with cheated, <laughs> right? It's like, oh, chess.com releases a report that Hans Niemann, quote, cheated. cheated. And then, and then goes on to, with, the, with the sentence, right? I mean, that's a little uh, disingenuous, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a correct quote, but it's out of context, you know. The problem with defamation, though, and this is where this is where I think this case doesn't get too far, is in discovery. When mm -hmm. so in discovery, both parties gets to ask each other questions, request documents ask other people questions and ask other documents. But you can only ask things that are relevant, right? 
or are, that are that are going to lead to evidence that are that are designed. They're most likely going to lead to evidence that is relevant. So of course, like Magnus Carlsen can't ask about Hans Niemann's, you know, I don't know, private affairs or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Relationships. But if he starts digging into whether he cheated or not, starts looking at his past history and chess.com, you know, okay, what to what extent did you cheat? You know, being putting him under oath, his friends under oath, you know, because look, if he if he is a cheater, which again he is a cheater, he's admitted to the fact. Now whether he still is or not, that's the you know up is, is a question. Yeah. Um, he most likely. It'd be weird that it's just kind of contained to him, right? Again, if the chess, if he cheated over the board, he needs some kind of oh, accomplice. Accomplice. Yeah. Right. No. You know, I can see that. I mean, how how rampant do you just think cheating is in general? Like on chess.com, do you think he is an outlier? Or? There are definitely people that suggest that it's a lot. It's very rampant. That's what Magnus Carlsen, in fact, suggests. In fact, he, when he released a statement to the, to the press, he's like, you know, we should take cheating more seriously. Um, I do suspect, though I don't have any proof that Hans Niemann um, uh, has uh, cheated, in, or uh, he said he believes that Hans Niemann cheated in the past and much more and many more times than he's admitted in the past, right? Mm -hmm. And that the community should be doing much more to kind of crack down on it. Now, chess.com actually disagrees. In their report, they actually suggest that the amount of cheating is, is less than what people think it is. Um, which is interesting because, it, again, it's so easy to cheat. Like, if, I have an, if I'm playing on my phone, if I have a second phone or my computer in front of me, I can just duplicate moves or whatever and, and do that. And it's typically so easy. Obviously, it's like, have you ever cheated in video games before, like back in the day? Yeah. Like, you know, you put it in a code or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you ever noticed, like, the, the entertainment value of playing that video game just goes all the way down? Oh, it, yeah. it lasts for, like, five minutes, and it's like, then the game becomes boring. Yes. Why? Because it, there's no challenge in it. You're not testing yourself. So, similarly, it's like, it's not completely unusual that people, not as many people, you know, cheat on chess because it, it's the nature of the sport. Like, why would you, why would you cheat? Oh no. Does anyone see what I see? My queen open? No, but you just lost your rook, I think. Let me see. Sometimes over the board it's harder. It's harder to visualize because I'm at a lower angle. Yeah. Let's see. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it talks about, I, I feel like the, the one person that I feel bad for that may have the, the worst shot, uh, the, the biggest chance of losing is Hikaru Nakamura. Mm. Because, like, Magnus Carlsen, he, he's given very little, he's, he hasn't spoken orally about it. And he's been very quiet about very it. Very quiet. And the one time he did talk about it, it was um, in writing, right, in a mm. press release. Mm. Very well designed. Same with chess.com, right? He, uh, or ch chess.com, they, uh, 
have this long report, they have this likely cheated thing and so forth, so they're very careful. Nakamura, that's why there's a difference between libel and slander. Effectively, it's the same, and the damage is like, from a legal perspective, it's, it's, there's subtlety in how you prove it. The only difference is libel, it's in writing, and slander is when you're speaking orally, right? But effectively, it's the same. Sorry. Now I'm ahead of Rook, so now what I've been taught is like, let's just trade pieces until I get yeah. out. But let's see if that, I shouldn't give away my strategy. No, I mean, I know that. That's a, that's a common strategy. I do want to take this. So, okay, so we talked about defamation. Um, if I were to bet, like, as all these cases go, they usually end up settling. It'll settle when things die down, when no one's paying attention, one year, two years from now. Two years, wow. Yeah, I mean, things are delayed. This is, so this is filed in Missouri. Hans Neiman is, uh, I think he lives out, he's from California, but I think he now lives in Connecticut or East Coast somewhere. Nakamura is in Florida. Magnus Carlsen's, well, I think he lives in Norway, but he's Norwegian, right? I have no idea. Pretty sure. And chess.com, I don't know where they're based out of, but St. Louis is where the tournament was and where kind of the initial defamatory statements occurred. Um, let's see here. So the big next thing was the, uh, this, there's all these factual allegations that a lot of people don't know about in the public in, until now. Hans Neiman suggests that, so this is where that Danny character comes in from chess.com, mm. is they suggest that Magnus Carlsen, as soon as he's lost, starts communicating to chess.com and basically coordinates this blackballing, right? Even gets the tournament to get a 15-minute delay, uh, uh, extra security measures. Chess.com releases their, their press release. The timing is such. And the Chess.com, they, oh, this is important. The Chess.com, they, they actually uh, defend and justify their release of the timing of that public statement. Because apparently, um, if you read some of the email exchanges between Hans Neiman and Chess.com, and specifically Danny, which is what was released by the, in the report, it seems like they went too easy on him, a, a known cheater, mm. but they're um, an admitted cheater. But what? Uh, but what? Um, okay. They're participating in the exchange. I don't know if there's much I can do. Yeah. Well, there's plenty we can do. I make mistakes all the time in this part of the game, especially the end game that we're approaching. What was I talking about? Um, Do you remember? No, yeah, the end game of this game. Oh. <laughs> forgot. I forgot what you were talking about. It's hard to do two things at it once. Is, it is hard to do two things at once. <laughs> Which makes sense. Um, um, especially chess. Of you said that they were going too easy on him. Oh, yeah, they said they were, because apparently chess.com, they allege this in the report, there's other grandmasters and top players that have been caught cheating before mm -hmm. and that are playing right now that no one knows about. 
And it's because chess.com has a policy that they, they handle these things really discreetly. Is they, they approach the person like, if you admit, write us an email that you admit it, your account will be suspended and we'll give you some kind of pathway to come back, basically, right? Wow. And this is, what, uh, this is what they did with Hans Niemann. Except I don't know if he wrote an email admitting it or I can't remember, but they kept asking him to do certain things. And then, so he, he this happens twice. And after this Magnuson Carlson comes out with his allegations, and then Hans Niemann basically talks about chess.com, chess.com felt obligated. It's like, okay, look, we still believe he's cheating online or he's cheated in, online after we've discussed, you know, uh, 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 dealt with them. And now he's being accused of over-the-board cheating. And he's basically talking about his past dealings with cheating, which are not entirely accurate. Now, Hans Niemann says that whatever he said, he wasn't lying. He was telling the truth. And I, I haven't looked at it, but I have a feeling like, I have a feeling Hans Niemann maybe may have chosen his words carefully. Like he says that, yeah, I cheated once at this time and this time. He didn't say that only. He didn't, maybe he didn't use the word only or whatever. It kind of restricted it somehow. And somehow that's why they're able to make that allegation um, that he did not cheat. Let's see. Actually, when I'm ahead, that I'm, I always never know what to do. Um, I feel like the whole chess community is judging me. I mean, if anyone's getting judged, it's me. Well. Let's see what else is in here. This is the statement from chess.com. We have, sh uh, this is orig the original one, like back after the tournament. We have shared detailed evidence with him concerning our decision, including information that contradicts his statements regarding the amount and seriousness of his cheating on chess.com. That statement is what Hans Niemann believes has gotten him in trouble. Hmm. So there's also this claim of tortious interference. That's kind of a, let's see, violation of the Sherman Act we talked about. Tortious interference with contract and business expectation. That's usually a throw-in. I always talk about that because it's like, if basically if, if you know someone has a contractual relationship with two parties and you interfere with that contract maliciously, improperly, things like that, then mm. you could be opening yourself up to liability. Mm. Um, now whether or not, yeah, let's just see what happens here. Um, now whether or not he can prove that or not, but it's it's just it's just one of those annoying kind of lawsuits that kind of a catch-all. A lot of people describe this as a hundred million dollar lawsuit, which I think is funny, because yeah, Hans Niemann sued him for a hundred million dollars, but it's a made-up number. I mean, he might as well have put one one hundred trillion dollars. Yeah. It's like it doesn't doesn't mean anything. There's not there's not a real basis for how that all works, you know. This is 
I know where I would go if I were you. Oh, that was good. I totally missed that, actually. Now my queen is under attack. $100 million and that's it what do you think I think uh, honestly it's the most exciting thing, exciting thing to happen in chess in a, in a long time it's strange <laughs> and as odd as it is for not like, a good reason that's not a good reason not a good reason yeah. but I mean like I saw people that never, would never ever talk about chess like right. talking about this insane scandal that's true it's funny Entertaining. Do you think he cheated? Uh, like statistically. Over the board. Oh, well. I've heard, I've seen some people, like, that did analyses on his moves. But the problem like, is that, like, like, each of those statistical analyses have been debunked by another statistician. Oh, really? So it's like, then it, and, like, no one understands data, you know, data science, unless you're a data scientist. So, like, how is anyone supposed to come to, it's like, it's like, who do you trust more? Yeah, because I mean, there's there's grandmasters that are very critical of Magnus Carlsen for doing what he did. There's grandmasters that are uh, defending Hans Niemann. But look, Hans Niemann is just not, or Magnus Carlsen is not just any grandmaster. And that's and that's what kind of is interesting about this whole thing is that if it was anybody else accusing the same thing, first of all, they probably wouldn't have done it because it's too risky to their reputation. Um, then oh, that's a good move too. Really like that move, but I don't know if I have a choice. <clears throat> but I think um, I used to think that most likely because I watched those videos on YouTube, I was like, he most likely cheated on over the board. But then because they would take take a look and like how perfect his games were when streaming versus non-streaming, or mm. kind of certain compared to other. Grandmasters, all these statistical analysis that, but, but then like, I, I keep going back and forth. I think no one will know, but I do think it's I, I do think what Magnus Carlsen is doing is fair. It's like he kind of says like I don't want to I don't want to play with people that have a history of cheating. Yeah, I mean that's a fair kind of statement, both kind of just from a moral grounds or so forth. But then at the same time, the argument is like, well, what about someone makes a mistake? What's the path to redemption? to get them back in play, right? Yeah. And someone argued there has to be some path. Yeah. 
I have no idea what to do. I feel like this is <laughs> gonna get heated though. I wish I could see. I mean, like what does it mean for the sport of chess if it's just possible for anyone to cheat all the time? Like I think I think over the board they could do things that makes that very difficult. Mm. And they talk about how Hans Niemann's attorneys suggest like chess.com said that he likely cheated in certain games that were streamed live where both Hans Niemann's face and screen can be shown. Basically implying like how could he have cheated? And it's like look there's plenty of ways to do that. Like it seems strange like both technologically and I mean it's like someone could have been behind his computer holding signs like I mean it could have been just uh, as simple as that right? Yeah. Or you know it just seems or, or just had another device like underneath his uh, monitor, mm. right? I mean, it's some really simple stuff that, and that's why again the the credibility of the complaint. I mean, how how much it praises Hans Niemann and how much it paints kind of comical. They they put they put Magnus Carlsen as the king of chess in quotes, you know, and, <laughs> I mean, very very sarcastic. And I mean, it's it's again, it's well written. That's, that's they they did a good job on what they're supposed to do. Okay, we got to finish this game. Um, Man, you, you're actually one move from checkmating me. I didn't realize that. That's so crazy. People on the people online are like <laughs> screaming at me. What are you doing? We'll see. I can't believe that. We'll see. Check. 
force on him. Tell me. That's what you should do. Or I should. You should. Man, this sucks. See, that's what happens. Hmm. Yeah, there should be a way to get out of this. Still, that was like crazy. Uh, all, I, all I can do, right? I have to take this. Oh, no, Unless I you guess, move your. Okay. I guess my, yeah. That was real good. Not good enough. I'm in check. There you go. Um, my turn, right? Where'd you go? Uh, oh, yeah. You went here and oh, I yeah. got here. Yeah. Yep. What's so funny? cluster at the end of the game. I know. That's the game. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I went there and then he pushed that there. And then I took Go a little slower. Um, okay. You good, Frank? Check.
We have an extra queen in here, but we, I, didn't, we did not need so, yeah. it. <laughs> no, we did not. All right, now what? I have to force you and mate. I'm not trying to. <laughs> I guess if you escape there, that's fine. Check. This is mate. No. Is that right? Yeah. Scam. Thanks for joining us next time on what are we calling this? Hmm. Chess with Zach and Nasser. Chess with Zach. Keep it sound, keep it smart. <laughs>